You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Are you ready to take your business to the next level and make the money you want so that you can create the impact you desire? Then you're in the right place. It's possible to run a successful business built around your life. Get ready for a little bit of tough love and a whole lot of strategy to grow your business without sacrificing your sanity. If you're ready to get out of your own way and step into the role of CEO, then let's go. I'm Amy Tra, and this is the Motivated CEO Podcast. Today, I am chatting with Ashley Carlson, and we are talking all things delegation, which as a mom, running a business is so, so essential to maintaining your sanity. But before we dive in, Ashley, I would love for you to tell us more about yourself, who you are, what you do, and who you serve. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. Um, So I am Ashley. I am founder of Elevate Virtual Business Solutions. I am a mom of two. I have a five-year-old and a six-year-old. And uh, my business at Elevate, we are a team who basically supports small business owners with admin and operations. So my team is EAs, bookkeepers, and then I actually do the strategy piece for our clients. So we serve nationwide. My team is nationwide. And yeah, and I'm in California. I don't know if I said that. Um, And yeah, I have been married for about 12 years, two kids and two dogs, of course. I feel like I can't ever forget them because they were my babies first. So I love it. Yes, they're your fur babies. (laughs) They're always a part of the family. That (laughs) is awesome. So today we're talking all things delegation. Delegate to elevate your business. Delegation is one of those things I feel like as moms running our businesses, we know that we should be doing, but how do we even identify when do we start? When am I ready to start delegating? Yeah, absolutely. So I have learned a lot about delegating through experience, like the importance of delegating. So I mentioned how I have a five and six year old around that time is when I actually left corporate and became a freelancer work from home. And I'm sure a lot of moms out there can relate. We expect ourselves to mom become mom and still be able to do everything else as per usual, as we did before, while taking on this whole other identity and huge responsibility. Um, And so for me, when my I ended up with two babies, so close in age back to back, I, I was not the best version of myself, because I was still expecting me to do everything as I did before, plus take care of these two little ones, and excel in this freelance business that I had started. And I really, really realized when I had my second that I needed to be better at asking for help. And the very first thing of asking for help is identifying where you need help. Because I know that that's oftentimes where we get stuck is, okay, I, I do need help, but what? I, I And because your list is so long, where do you even start? And so 
even if it is something small, like getting a housekeeper, um, just so that way, if you just think about, I think, you know, grocery shopping, um, I even, uh, so last year, I, my husband works really long days. He's pretty much gone from, he doesn't see the kids. Basically he's gone longer than they're awake. And um, so I often find myself solo parenting as well. And last year I realized that um, the laundry was really stressing me out and I didn't want to spend the weekends doing that. And so I found this, this service that picks up your bag of, of laundry and I just did the kids. Um, so I had, I just put all the kids laundry in this bag and they took it, they washed it, they cleaned it, they folded it and they brought it back. So then all I needed to do while they were in the bath that night is put the clothes away. And it was like $35. And that was the best thing for me to delegate at that time, because it felt like such a relief to me. I'm sure all of you guys understand when I say one load of kids laundry is a trick <laughs> because it is not, it doesn't feel like one load. It feels like a hundred loads because those clothes are so small. Um, and so for me, that was a huge lift. So it's just identifying what feels like a really big lift to you. And sometimes it's not necessarily the time, it's the mental load. So for me, it's 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 really getting honest with yourself of what is weighing you down, not just with time, but also with that brain space. So those are just some examples of what I have delegated over the over time um, with my personal life. And then when it comes to delegating in your work life, that probably is also going to be a little bit of an exercise. So something that I like to tell our clients to do is a bit of a time audit. And you could probably do this for your personal life too. So what I would suggest is getting a piece of paper and writing a few columns down. And column one, I want everyone to write down what they are getting, what they are doing in a day, in a week, in a month, whatever it is. Write a whole task list. And we're talking big and small. And in it, and in your business, then you want to do another column of how much money does this bring into your business? So you're going to use dollar symbols. So maybe one to $5 symbols. Um, how much direct money is this bringing back into your business? The third column, you're going to say, does this have to be done by me? And that is really what it comes down to is your area of expertise, right? So between seeing the money that it's bringing into your business and if it has to be done by you, that's gonna help you identify where you should probably start delegating first in your business. So because a lot of, for example, admin tasks, marketing tasks, um, they're important, but a lot of the times it doesn't have to be done by you. And so that's a really good way for you to actually start seeing where am I spending a lot of time that maybe it doesn't have to be me. And this would be a great thing to start outsourcing. And again, especially because probably why you started this business is whatever zone of expertise you have and also what brings you joy. And so if you're finding that whatever this is, whether it's if you're a marketing expert and it's building, um, you know, content for clients and all and all of this, but you're constantly being interrupted with the admin tasks, <laughs> um, it's it's interrupting your creative flow. You got to get rid of that, ad, that admin stuff. So that Way you can really keep going on that um, creative flow or that strategy that you're building because that's really disruptive to your joy and probably to the revenue that you're bringing in. So that's just an example of one exercise that I like to tell clients about with um, 
how to identify what, because that's honestly usually the biggest roadblock is what do I delegate first? I don't know because the list is too long. Yeah. Yes. So many incredible points you made just there. And, you know, as you're saying this, one of the things that came to mind was something that Jenna Kutcher said, and it's, we're expected to parent, like we don't have to work and work like we don't have to parent. Mm -hmm. And that is so true. We've become, become so conditioned to think that we have to do it all ourselves. But the reality is just because we can doesn't mean that we should be doing it all ourselves because what ends up happening is we get that mom martyr complex going, right? I mean, I've even gotten a lot better and this was really, really hard for me at first, but even just asking my kids for help, they're way Mm -hmm. more capable than they let on. I mean, even Mm -hmm. something like packing their lunches, I hate it. I feel about lunches, like you do the laundry. Like it's just <laughs> one of those tasks I hate doing. So the fact that you address the mental load of it mm-hmm. is brilliant. Like that's so important because to somebody, yeah, it's just a load of laundry, but if it's really weighing you down that much, outsource it. Your mental well being, that mental piece is so, so important. And I think a lot of times, we're always focusing on, well, okay, what about the money? Well, no, what about your mental health? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you start resenting it and also something else that someone um, told me that really uh, gave me almost that permission is by saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So it became, for example, me sitting there folding the load of two loads of kids laundry took a like like I said I, we still do our laundry like the adult laundry is very different um but the the kids laundry took so long that it was either I was giving up then how much time to go be with my family on the weekends um or I would do it after they go to bed because they didn't want to give up that time and now I'm giving up my time in the evenings and so then you just become resentful so it's also I think that Yes, can, like you said, you can do all of this. You absolutely have the ability to do all these things. So it doesn't have to do with that. But if you look at the amount of time you're spending every day, and in order to get all of these things done, what are you not doing? And sometimes we have to remember that we, I, someone else said to me something like, we are human beings, not human doings. And I really realized I was so, I was doing all the time. And I was very rarely just ever being with my family. And now I have time on the weekends to sit in the front yard while they run and uh, run around and ride their bikes. And, you know, um, we have those, those moments of doing nothing. And that was something we didn't have for a long time, because I was just, I was so worried about doing everything that I never just did nothing and just sat with them. And that to me, she was just like this huge moment of, okay, I need to outsource a little bit just so I have more of that do nothing time. Yeah. And that do nothing time is so, so crucial in order to just be a thriving mom, to enjoy life again, to not be resentful towards our kids, yeah. towards all those mundane things we're doing over and over. How did you really go about breaking that cycle and gaining the awareness that that was even happening? Because I think a lot of times we're so stuck in the moment. We're so stuck in autopilot and the hustle of life and the next thing and the next thing that we don't even realize this. So how did you yeah. break through? 
Yeah, that's such a great question. And I don't even, I don't know if there was one particular moment or instance, but I think honestly, it was things like, like podcasts and other women like you who are out there sharing these messages that make you realize, oh, it's not just me, right? Like this is a habit that we all kind of do to ourselves um, and I'm not alone and it's okay. Um, I think that so often, I mean, for a long time, like I said, I was not, I was not a good version of myself. I knew that, that I just, and it, ultimately it was me setting expectations of myself that no, I don't need help. I can do all of this. And again, yeah, you can, but what are you giving up because you're trying to do it all? Um, and so I think it's just the repetitive, you know, surrounding yourself with people and community who make you realize that you're, it's not just you, you're not crazy. Um, we all are feeling this at some point and probably over and over again, we tend to get ourselves caught up in this cycle, but the more you start seeing it in yourself, the, the better you get at saying, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to slow down or I'm going to do less. And, and honestly, there's so many more resources now. Like I'm pretty sure this laundry service that I enrolled in last year did not exist a few years ago. So just the fact that there's resources now there's Instacart where you can get groceries delivered. Um, and so I just think that, that really it's recognizing and being okay with the fact that saying I am still amazing because yes, I can do all of this, but I am also amazing because I'm choosing to not do all of it. And I'm choosing to outsource a bit so that way I can really enjoy this life that I'm working really, really hard to build. And you don't, you don't want to miss it. I mean, my kids, when I was, when they were young and toddler baby age, when I was in this phase of total burnout, I think that I really, one of my biggest regrets is I feel like I didn't enjoy their toddler baby phase. I really didn't sit and just be with them a lot. And so now at five and six, I feel like I'm finally being there as their parent instead of just the person who's getting it all done. And that is something that I am just very aware of now. I'm interrupting this episode to share a free online networking opportunity for female entrepreneurs. Join me for Coffee Talk every Monday at 1230 Eastern Standard Time and connect with like-minded entrepreneurs leveling up and stepping into the role of the CEO of their business. Details can be found in the show notes. I would love to see you there. Yeah. And I can totally relate to that because I was the same way. It was that burnt out, overwhelmed mom because I told myself this story. I put these unrealistic expectations on myself, but it wasn't until I, like you said, you know, surrounded myself with community and had conversations and listened to podcasts and realized, you know what? I'm not alone. I was telling myself this story and painting this unrealistic picture for myself, but the reality is no, it doesn't have to be that way because I'm choosing this. I'm saying no to my kids and I'm missing this period of life. But the really cool thing is, is that you can start saying yes to yourself today. It's not too late to change your mind and start showing up differently. And really having that self-awareness is key. Really going in and giving yourself permission. that You know what? It's okay to ask for help. I think that asking for help is one of the highest forms of self-care available because there are resources. And when you raise your hand and you go, you know what, I'm struggling here. I guarantee you're going to find other women around you that go, oh my gosh, me too. 
me too, me too. Mm -hmm. Because you were willing to be brave and say it and go first, you're going to find that, yeah, you're not alone. And the cool thing is then you share those resources, like with the other women in your community. You're like, did you know this thing existed? Yes. Oh my gosh, that would have been a game changer because you are right. Like a load of kids laundry, it's never ending. The clothes are so small and it's just like, it just keeps going and going and going. And it's like, what are we doing? Yes. And none of them are right side out, right? No, like, so no. every pair of pants, every shirt, you're right. also turning inside out. So yeah. And I, I think that also something I like when you said the unrealistic expectations that we set for ourselves, and you kind of just need to take that moment to just shift. It's all, it's, I think it's this picture that we've painted for ourselves of what success looks like and success looks like doing it all. Like, why can't I do it all? I did it all before kids. And now I said, I want to be a parent and I am, and I'm still going to do it all. And this, so we, but again, we build that version of what success looks like. And at some point we have to rebuild what that version of success is because maybe success isn't doing everything. Maybe what it is, is maybe success is having enough time to go on a vacation with your kids or to be there for their sports games or whatever. Maybe it's just, we need to reevaluate what success looks like and it doesn't have to be tied into what we accomplish in a day. Maybe it's how present we are. And for me, that was a huge shift and it really has just been life-changing. I don't feel burnout and when I do feel burnout, because it does still happen, like I said, it's a cycle. Um, and, 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 but I'm more aware of it happening and I'm able to shift as needed or, you know, whatever. I, I think you, once you break that cycle, um, the awareness happens and we can be better at asking for help or, or at least just saying it out loud, like I'm overwhelmed and I just need to say it, you know? Um, and I think like, there's no shame in it anymore for me. Whereas before there's no way I would have ever admitted that I wasn't okay. Um, and so I think that that's just huge. And like I said, I think it's because of podcasts like yours, books, communities, it's become a lot more okay to say that it's hard. And sometimes it's just saying that out loud. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. And saying it out loud, it almost immediately takes some of that burden away. Like, oh my gosh, I just got it out there. I'm not keeping it bottled up inside. Mm -hmm. But I really think this goes back to something you said earlier, which we're human beings. We're not human doings. So if you're feeling this way, if you're feeling burnt out, if you're just overwhelmed with all of the things, stop and pause and ask yourself exactly what does success look like to me? Because it's going to look different for each and every one of us, especially as we go through these different seasons of motherhood, that definition of success is going to change. Absolutely. But until you take the time to pause, you're just going to be a human doing, going through the motions, not truly living your life, the life that you love. And at the end of the day, you get to choose. You get to choose those yeses. You get to choose what you're saying yes to. And I think too, it even goes back to asking ourselves those basic questions about our basic needs. You know what? I'm feeling really overwhelmed. Am I hungry? Am I tired? Mm -hmm. How have I been drinking water? You know, all of these things that we immediately, when our kids are upset, especially when they're infants, that we do, we make sure that their basic needs are met. 
But so often we're putting everyone else's needs above our own that we're not even addressing our basic needs. We're not addressing what we need at the root of our souls to thrive as a mom, because that's what we're meant. We're not meant to run through life just burnt out, stressed out, resentful, and overwhelmed every day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And something that you said, like re- like really reevaluating through phases of life of what success looks like. I actually just talked with my team about this, that I had this aha moment heading into Q4 this year. Um, that when I founded Elevate as a company, we started doing quarterly planning. And in that quarterly planning, we would assess how did last quarter go, what worked well, what didn't, and then adjust accordingly and plan for the next quarter. I've never done that before. And when I started doing that with Elevate, it also, it gave me that intentional pause to do that in my own life. And I now I'm like, people need to do this in general. And it doesn't have to be every quarter. You can pick whatever phases of maybe it's school semesters, whatever it is, but pick some spots that make sense to you to hit the pause button and ask yourself in whatever the last period has been, what's working well and what isn't? How do I feel with the version of success that I wrote down last time I did this assessment? how am I doing with that success? You know, um, with my goals, set yourself some achievable, attainable goals so you can feel proud of yourself. Because oftentimes too, the the reason why these quarterly reflections are also great is, I don't know about you guys, but I am the type of person to just fly right through. And I won't even realize how much I've actually accomplished. So there's not even a sense of celebrating my accomplishments and the things that I'm doing well, because I'm just looking at the list that's still a hundred plus things long. And I'm thinking, gosh, I've accomplished nothing. This list is so long. But if I just take that pause and I look back and I'm like, oh, wow, actually I accomplished a lot. So there's just like, I think we all need to hit that intentional pause, find whatever periods of time make the most sense to you in your life, but make sure that a few times a year, we are doing that to celebrate accomplishments, figure out what's working well and what isn't and pivot accordingly. And it's okay if things need to pivot, as long as you're checking in with yourself, like you said, like, how's your, how's your gas tank? You know, like, are you getting enough sleep? No. Okay. Then let's figure out how to do that. Um, whatever that might be. So I think that those intentional pauses and reassessments are so necessary. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And that is something we've really been intentional about this year too, is reflecting, you know, what's working, what's not working, but you have to pause in order to do that. And it really does allow you when you do stop and pause, then you can look back and celebrate all those wins because you are so right. We have this list of things to do that we're obsessed with. We're so focused on the things on that list that didn't get done. We forget to turn back and go, holy cow, did you see how much we've progressed, how much we've learned, grown, been through that's gotten us to this point. And things aren't always going to go to plan and that's okay. But taking that pause allows you to redirect and find the most efficient path. It's just like your GPS, you know, you put in your destination and this is that little annoying voice that keeps saying recalculating, recalculating, recalculating <laughs> that we've been ignoring because it's like, no, I'm too busy. I don't want to, no, you're wrong. Like, 
No, we have to stop and listen to that voice because it's going to take us back in the direction that we're destined to go in. So, oh, Ashley, this was such a great conversation. One that we all need to hear over and over and over. How can we get into your world and learn more about you and all of the amazing things that you're doing? Yeah, so uh, I am very active on LinkedIn. So you can find me there, Ashley Carlson. We also have an Instagram account at Elevate VB Solutions. And then our website is the same, elevatevbsolutions.com. So I'd love to connect with you and your listeners. And uh, we definitely share a lot of tips about managing all of life there. So hopefully we can connect, um, connect there. So amazing. Get into Ashley's world. You will love it. She is full of so much information, value, and knowledge. Ashley, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. And until next time, mamas, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 